Welcome to another episode of the Josh Darty Podcast. My name is Josh Darty. I am your host, and I'm super excited about this episode, this special New Year's Eve 2017 episode. And I've really been wondering, kind of like, how do I want to head into the year? I know we got all the New Year's resolutions coming up. We got all the goals coming up. I'm sure that you've been thinking over what you want 2018 to be for you. I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe you want to get fit. Maybe you want to get a promotion. Maybe you want to get out of debt. Maybe you want to have deeper, more fulfilling relationships. Whatever it is for you, I highly encourage you to set goals. I've been reading this book by Grant Cardone called The 10X. Um, I think it's The 10X? The, the 10X Rule. Yes, 10X Rule. And it's been really, really good for me to hear because as we're heading into this new year, I want to set appropriate goals. And by appropriate, I mean challenging goals. I don't mean goals that I think can be attained in six months or whatever. I want to think elevated. I want to think insane. Like, like I want people to question me like mentally because my goals are so high. Because the thing is, if you set goals that are insane, even if you fall short of that, what it does is it causes you to think differently. Say you're a say you're a car salesman and you think, man, I want to sell a hundred cars this month. That is insane. A hundred cars, I realize, is insane. But if you were competing against someone who wanted to sell ten cars in a month, which ten cars is great. That's a great uh, number to hit. But if you're trying to sell a hundred cars, you're going to think differently. You're going to think. At a more elevated level, you're going to have to do things that the person who wants to sell 10 cars might not even be thinking about doing. It's all about pushing yourself. It's all about setting goals that require you to think differently. And that was a great book that I read um, at the end of or towards this past week that really is going to help me uh, in 2018. And so it got me thinking like, man, what are some of the things that have helped me become who I've become in 2017 and I'm a huge 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 believer and man leaders are readers what are you learning how are you constantly developing man because if you're not getting better I don't believe you stay the same I, I, I believe in a world that is so fast-paced in a world that is moving so rapidly we must keep up we must stay ahead of the game if we want to have an impact if we want to matter in this world. And so what I thought I would do is share with you the four, I believe four books that really truly impacted me. Um, I'll tell you kind of like what I got from them and um, how it could be beneficial for you. So first book I read um, that, or the first book I'll tell you about that I read in 2017 that really made an impact on me uh, is The Will of God as a Way of Life. And it's by Jerry Sitzer. And man, this book just really, really transformed, honestly, the way I viewed God and the way that I viewed kind of like um, the path that we all take in life. So for a long time, you might be able to relate to this. I just, I had the anxiety, honestly, of, man, I want to do God's will for my life. I want to do what he made me to do because 
I know that if I'm walking in the path that he laid out for me, then that's when the most fulfillment, satisfaction, and just I think success is going to be for me if I am walking in his will. So that was a a bit of a source of anxiety for me because I didn't want to do anything that was outside of his will because I didn't want to waste my time. But in this book, in one of the chapters specifically, my biggest takeaway from it is stop worrying about the little kind of decisions that you're going to make. What college am I going to go to? Who should I date? What career should I do? Stop worrying about those things and just live your life holistically in a way that you are submitted to God because then he can use you wherever you are. I'm going to say it one more time. Don't worry about the, the, the minute details of life and focus on holistically submitting your entire life to God because then he can use you wherever you are. I think of it this way. Can God not use you if you go to Oklahoma State instead of OU? Like some people, and some people might be saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we go to one of those schools, then no, you're a lost cause. (laughs) But the thing is, in all seriousness, man, if you go into real estate instead of being a car salesman, God can still use you. If you choose to not have kids, can he... Does, does, does that limit him to, to not being able to use you? No, of course not. It's all about being holistically submitted to him so that wherever you are, if your life is submitted to him, man, he can use you. He can use you. So for me, that really took off some anxiety that I had about being in God's will for my life. So The Will of God is a Way of Life by Jerry Sitzer was an incredible, incredible book. The next book, that I read that was uh, really, really impactful to me this year is Outliers. Um, It's by Malcolm Gladwell. And basically what this did for me is it humanized success. So we see people like Bill Gates, the Beatles. Um, I mean, the the list goes on and on and on. And we've talked about this before. And if you haven't heard um, the episode where I, I reviewed Outliers, it was an incredible, incredible book. And I'll go into more detail about that in that episode. So go check that one out if you're interested in that. But Briefly, what Outliers did for me is, like I said, it it humanized success. We look at these people who just have outlandish success and we think, well, well, that's just them or they were predestined to have that or or whatever you might think about that. But actually, if you take into account who they are, where they grew up, the opportunities opportunities that they had and the work they put in, all that did was allow them to seize opportunities that presented itself. It's funny how when you work really, really hard at a craft, at something that you feel you're gifted at, when you work really, really hard to develop that and hone that skill, how opportunities just come, right? If the Beatles never practiced their craft, if they never picked up an instrument, never learned how to sing, never learned how to do any of that, even if the opportunity to be successful presented itself, They wouldn't have been able to take advantage of it because they hadn't been working towards anything. That is the key. That is the key. It's not necessarily that these people are just destined for greatness. It's the fact that they they knew what they wanted to do. They worked really hard at it. And when the opportunity presented itself, they seized that opportunity. There's more to success than meets the eye. So that is another uh, great book that I read this past year. Um, Another book, the third book that really impacted me was Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Oh my gosh. That's that's really all I need to say. 
this book, Game Changer. Absolute game changer. Um, I say that because a lot of times, as humans, myself included, boy, myself included, we like to point the finger. I'm not where I want to be because of this. I'm not where I want to be because of them. I didn't get the opportunity. I I did everything I could do. They're just not doing this. No, no, no. No, leaders, leaders do not say, my people won't. My team won't. No, leaders say, I have not led them to. That is an example from Pastor Craig Rochelle of Life Church of extreme ownership. Extreme ownership is about in every situation, in every situation, you take ownership. For an, for an extreme example that pops into my mind, if someone walks up to you and punches you in the face, the natural reaction is to be like, what is your problem? Like, what the heck is wrong with you? That's the natural reaction. Extreme ownership might suggest this. I'm taking some liberties, uh, Jocko, if you ever hear this. I'm taking some liberties. But this is how it, this is how it goes in my mind. Extreme ownership would say, man, okay, what did what did I do to cause this person to want to come up and punch me? And that's a very extreme example. And if anyone has the self-discipline to actually do that, kudos to you. Uh, that's something that I aspire to have. But that's just an example. Man, extreme ownership is about looking inward first. Looking inward first when things aren't going the way that you might hope. And for me, this is really just... My, my word for 2018 is uh, reciprocity, and basically, I'm not going to expect an output that I did not first input. Not, I will not expect anything from anyone that I first did not give them. In the world, I would love to see uh, more joy, more love, more acceptance, more encouragement. So if that's what I expect to see out of the world, that's what I must put into the world. 2018, my word of the year, reciprocity is going to be a good one. It's just kind of a fun word to say. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, If I'm not, don't be too hard on me. Um, The last book that really, really impacted me, um, there are a bunch of other books that if you want to hear more about some other books I read, um, shoot me an email. I would love to talk to you about that. But the last book that really, really impacted me that I think could be insanely crucial for you is Essentialism um, by uh, Greg McCown. First of all, he's British. uh, Incredible to listen to. But that book is just The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. There is so much in the world uh, fighting for our attention. But man, how do we focus on the things that really matter? How do we get get rid of distractions of things that uh, just quite honestly don't matter? That, that book, um, it just, man, it was easy to listen to, and it really gave some practical, practical um, what schools of thought and um, practices that you can do in your life to begin to practice essentialism. The, one of the biggest things um, that stood out to me in that book was he began talking about priorities and how really that word has morphed over time to become plural when it actually started out priority. Right, priority is the most important thing. 
but how every time we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. Every time that that mm-hmm. we we say yes to another quote unquote priority, we're watering down the the um, intensity that we could put towards what is actually the priority. Um, and so there are just a bunch of different schools of thought on that. I think essential, Essentialism will be a great book for you to check out. Let me know um, what you think of this list. Check them out. And man, I would just love to hear what you've read this year that really, really impacted you. And again, let me know what you think of this list. Make sure to share this. I, I think these are just incredible books that will benefit everyone, whether you're the CEO of a company, whether you are just starting out at a job, these books, I promise you, will make a difference in your life. And I would love to hear again what you have read. Reach out to me. I want to, I would I would just love to meet you quite honestly. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Darty underscore. I'll put that link um, in the show notes. And I will also put the links to all of these books so you can check them out for yourself. Um, shoot me an email if you like, Josh Darty Podcast at gmail.com. That's Josh Darty Podcast gmail.com. Hey, I hope you have a fantastic 2018. I can't wait to see how we all get to help each other each other to grow and be the best that we can be. Have a great day.